0: Good morning. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Let me give you our website, if you would like to look it up there on your internet. It's uh, www.radiomissions.org. We're coming back to our study here in uh, Satan, the God of this world. In our last study, we looked at the the, uh, battle, the great battle of Armageddon. We saw how that the Lord came back. With his host from the only riding on the white stallion, and all of that host of armies of the world were devoured there by the by the sword which protruded out of the Lord's mouth, which proceeded out of the Lord's mouth, the word of truth. let me, let me show you now how that men will die under the brightness of the glory of the Son of God after he cast the beast and the false prophet into the lake of fire. You will find it there in zechariah fourteen twelve their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. What an awful death. Men will die on their feet in the presence of the Lord God of heaven. Now turn with me to Revelation fourteen nineteen, and I'll show you the terribleness of this slaughter. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth, cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the wine press was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the wine press, even unto the horses' bridles, by the space of a thousand six hundred furlongs. This slaughter will be so great until the blood will flow for six hundred furlongs, that is, two hundred miles, to the depth of the horses' bridles. Can you just imagine that, my friend? There will be rivers of blood. What a slaughter! When men pit their wills against the will of God, brother, you can't win. No, now, listen, you can't win. You may want to ask the question, how will God dispose of the carcasses of this vast army? And that was always one of the questions in my mind back there many years ago when I didn't understand much about God's word and I would hear uh, folks speak about this battle. You will find this in Revelation 19, 17, if you would just listen, if you just read it, listen now. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come, gather yourself together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat of the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of the mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great, and the fowls were filled with their flesh." You read, You understand that, folks? The fowls were filled with the flesh of these great armies. What a supper. Called the supper of the great God. Yonder in the heavens, every born-again believer will sit and eat the wedding supper with the Lord Jesus Christ. Here the fowls of the air, the buzzards of the universe, are called together to eat the flesh of this mighty army. I notice again in Revelation 19:18 that the word flesh is mentioned five times. Flesh, 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 flesh. Yes, that's what the world wants. That's what the world wants. They want the pleasures of flesh. They hate God. They hate the Lord Jesus Christ. They hate his long-suffering. They hate the gospel. God's patience will be withdrawn someday. His long-suffering will come to an end. And he'll say to the Holy Spirit, let them alone. They want flesh. Now, my friend, that's what we're sowing; that we're reaping today. We're reaping the whirlwind because we have sown the, whor- the, wh- the wind of the flesh. They say, give me more pleasure. The world is clamoring after pleasure now. The television, my friend, brings that damnable pleasure, they call it, into the world, into the living rooms of all of our folks, many of our folks, except a few of us who've been redeemed of those things. Thank God someday they'll get their fill. I would that you that your blinded eyes would be open so that you can see where you are on the road to hell without mercy and without Christ, without God, without hope, that your eyes might be open and cry unto the Lord for mercy. You, you asked me this morning, Pastor, what are you speaking about? What are you talking about? I'm talking about your soul, my friend. This is coming upon this world. The battle of Armageddon is soon to come. All of these things are going to take place according. God's word doesn't lie. No, God's word doesn't lie. You ask me what will become of Satan. Now listen, Revelation 20 says, and I saw an angel come down from heaven having the key to the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. Did you notice? He said, "One angel." I saw an angel, and he laid hold on the old dragon, the old serpent, which is the devil. And Satan and bound him for a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up, set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loose for a little season. When Satan is stripped of all of his aids, his armies, he's left powerless. The Lord Jesus Christ then sends a lone angel and lays hold of him, binds him and cast him into the bottomless pit, the heart of the earth, and sealed it up where he will remain for a thousand years. During that thousand-year reign, Satan will be loosed at the end, for a little season that God may accomplish his final purpose with him and through him. Then, according to Revelations 20, 10, the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire, brimstone, where the beast and the false prophets are, and he shall be tormented day and night forever and forever. Where will you be, my friend? The Bible says that Satan will be cast into hell. With all the nations that forget God. Do you know the Lord this morning? If not, would you flee to him? Make haste? The sand in the hourglass is just about to run out, my friend. I say now, hasten to Christ. Would you hasten to the Lord right now? Would you turn to him now? Oh, have you, have these studies meant anything to you? Have they meant anything to you, my friend? I hope they have. I hope, I hope they have. Day by day, day by day, that we brought you God's messages. Showing you how Satan is going to take over this old world there in the days of the Antichrist. And one day, one day, he'll be he'll be bound down. I, I want to give you just a little description of that place where Satan will be. That place where you will be if you never turned from the Lord. The old trailblazers is burdened for your soul this morning. I, they call me a doom and gloom preacher. They call me hellfire and damnation preacher. But I just bring you God's word. I just bring you God's word. I want to give you a, 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 just a little lesson on what kind of a place hell is. Just a kind of a little place. If you'll write me, I'll send you all these notes on this a place where hell is. It's a prison. Hell is a prison, according to 2 Peter 2.4. It's a lake of fire, according to Revelation 20.15. It's a bottomless pit. According to Revelations 21, it's a place of sorrow. Psalms 18:5, it's a horrible tempest. Psalms 18:11,6,11,6, 11, six, 11, six. it's a place where there'll be wailing. Matthew 13, a place of weeping. Matthew 8, everlasting burning. Isaiah 33, a place of torment. Luke 16, a furnace of fire. Matthew 13. Where they curse God, Revelation 15. A place of filthiness, Revelation 22. A place of outer darkness, Matthew 8. A place where people pray but no answer, Luke 16. A place where they scream for mercy, Luke 16. A place where they have no rest, Revelation 14. A storm of burning coals and fire, Psalms 11. A place of everlasting punishment, Matthew 25 a place of blackness and darkness forever jude 13 a place where they gnaw their tongues revelation 16 a place where they're wormed where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched mark 948 a place where they'll be tormented with fire luke 16 a place where they'll be where they'll drink the wine of the wrath of god revelation 14 a place where they do not want their loved ones to come luke 16 A place where their breath will be a living flame, Isaiah. A place where the devil and his angels, prepared for the devil and his angels, according to Matthew 25. A place where uh, where murderers and fearful and liars and abominable will be, Revelation 21. A lake of fire where people are cast alive, Revelation 19. A place from which the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, Revelation 14. A place of damnation without end, Matthew 3. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God, Psalms nine seventeen. A place where they can never repent, according to Matthew 12, 32. Oh, my friend, the Bible plainly teaches that there's a hell. Hell is a place for the wicked. The location of hell is always being spoken of as being down. Hell is right beneath your feet, my friend. Hell is beneath the human family. Certain cities were thrust down to hell. Fallen angels were cast down to hell. Hell is a place for Satan, the beast, and the false prophet. Hell and destruction are never full. Hell is continually enlarging itself. Men enlarge their wicked desire to keep pace with hell. Listen now, listen, listen, my friend. Hell is a pit beneath us. The Lord made a new thing, and the earth swallowed up all the offenders that were, then they went down quickly into the pit. Listen, men may dig into hell, but God's judgment finds them out. Oh, listen, folks, have you learned anything? Has the Lord taught you anything? if If so, I praise the Lord for it. My heart's been blessed bringing you these messages, even as I sit here and, and, and cry and weep over your soul. I do I weep over you, my friend. When this broadcast goes off many, many times, I sit here and weep over your soul. Lord, don't let them go. Don't let my family go. Oh, Lord, don't let them go. Don't let my congregation go. Don't let me say one thing that would uh, stand in the way of some poor soul coming to know the Lord. Don't let me be too hard. Don't let me be too soft. Don't let me preach smooth things, but let me preach the word of God. That's my prayer day by day. I ask the Lord, Lord, don't, don't. Don't uh, give up on the old trailblazer. You called me to this work. You put my hand to the plow. Don't let me look back. I see folks plunging into hell. I see hell from beneath moving to meet them at their coming. I see the wickedness that goes on around us, all of those things. I see men as they come into this world depraved, all with a depraved heart. And they go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. They come into this world, come to the age of accountability. Their heart runs after sin. They love sin. They want to sin. They want all the lust of the flesh and the pride of the eye. But listen, oh, my friend, the Lord, one here and one there. He said, I chose a number that no man can number. He sent out his pastors, his ambassadors. To call you to come to Christ. He said, By the foolishness of preaching, men shall be saved. I don't preach doom and gloom, my friend. I'm preaching to you this morning that Christ ever liveth, ever sitteth by the right hand of God, making intercession. There's no sin charged against me in heaven today. If you'd come to Christ, fall down, hoist the white flag, give up all pretense, my friend, give up your rebellion. Lord, break it. Lord, break all that rebellion. Don't let me go to hell. Don't let me go where Satan and the Antichrist and the false prophet are going. Oh, no, fa- uh, um, Father, don't let me go down there. Break me now. Break me here. Give me grace to trust it. Trust you. Give me grace to believe what the old trailblazers are saying, that one day the Lord died for sinners. Oh, my friend, it pleased the Lord to bruise our blessed Lord, that he might come and deliver many of us, those of God's elect. Are you one of God's elect? You say, well, I don't know. You know how you can find out? You can come to the Lord. Come to the Lord and find out. He says, come. He says, come now. All things are ready. He says, come now. Let us reason together. He says, come, all ye the end of the earth, and be ye saved. Oh, my friend, I, I bring you good news this morning that Christ died for sinners. Yes, there's a hell. There's a devil. There's an there's a, uh, antichrist. But listen. If you trust the Lord, you'd never know anything about those things. You may be one of those to come back on the white horses with the Lord to see that great battle. Oh, listen, folks, it doesn't matter just so the Lord saves us, does it? I wish you'd turn to the Lord. This is the old trailblazer. My heart's heavy. I hope these series of messages has been a blessing to you. This is the old trailblazer. Pastor Albert Pendarmer saying it's good to have been with you this morning. Write me or call me, would you? Remember, my mailing address is radio missions post office box. 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye, and God bless you. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding pastor L.R. Sheldon Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.